0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Virtual Legality. I'm your host Richard Hogue, managing member of the Hogue Law Business Law Firm of Northville, Michigan. On your screen right now is, as it has been so often in the past, the Xbox logo because we're once again talking about Microsoft and its pending question mark acquisition of Activision. But unlike the prior 43 videos in this series, this one is absolutely wild. I spend a lot of time talking to people who think the fix is in one way or the other, that Sony has bought regulators, that there's biases at various regulatory offices on this story and other stories. And I do my best to suggest that that isn't the case, that there are good people that are investigating things in good faith And today's story is going to not help me very much to make that argument. But before we get into the details, I do want to mention that this channel is supported by viewers and listeners like you through two platforms, primarily Utreon and Patreon. We also have YouTube memberships if you're interested. But through those two primary platforms, you can support, among other things, an episode of the show as Lady Emily has done today. Many, many special thanks to Lady Emily, who has supported the channel for a good long while now. Thank you so much. We cannot do it without viewers and listeners like you. Now, as for this tweet, this is a tweet from a man named Ricardo Cardoso. You can see the blue check mark here. I did check it to make sure that this was not one of Elon Musk's cadre of blue check marks that he is now selling into the open market. It is in fact given to this individual because they are notorious within government or journalism, etc. You can see in his handle, he is R Cardoso at EU. And in the tweet, he says he speaks for the commission. The commission is working to ensure that you will still be able to play Call of Duty on other consoles, including my PlayStation. Also on our to-do list, update stock pictures. These gamers have wired controllers, whereas Xbox and PlayStation have wireless ones since about 2006. Now, that second part of the tweet is the hello, fellow kids, aren't I a hip spokesperson on Twitter? But the first part is what we are really concerned about. So if you go and you look at this, he does say that he works for the commission. He is the deputy head of unit interinstitutional, and outreach. Now, his profile currently also says, views, comma, mine, retweets do not equal endorsement, but that he's also interested in industry competition, sports, gaming, pop culture. What could go wrong? Now, I looked at this when it happened over the last couple of days or when it was brought to my attention, and I'm not sure that this profile is the same as it used to be, but honestly, that doesn't matter so much because Mr. Cardoso here is not giving us his opinion on which football match is going to go which way or what his favorite game of the year is. He has instead crafted a sentence that starts with, the commission is working to ensure. You don't get to just disclaim that by saying these are my views, not yours, when you are actually positioned at the place that you're talking about. Go try that with an employer of yours if you're on social media. So people rightly looked at this called him out and said, are you freaking kidding me? Why? Because optics matter. The ambit of these regulators is not to make sure that Call of Duty is on your Sony PlayStation. I know it's hard to believe, but that isn't written into the Sherman Act, it isn't written into the Clayton Act, it isn't written into the EU directives or anything else that you might see in any other jurisdiction. No, all of those laws basically follow the same approach, which is to say, we care about competition. We wanna make sure that the two teams are able to compete on a playing field and through that competition, consumers will get higher quality goods and services They will get lower priced goods and services. And we want to make sure that if you're going to enter into a transaction, into a merger or other thing, that that doesn't substantially lessen competition on the whole. Yes, we want you to be able to look at the competition and try to destroy your competitors, but we don't want you to knock their knees out on the football pitch. We want you to score goals against them. And those goals are essentially consumer welfare in this context. Now, if you go into your process which understand, as we just talked about very recently, is beginning for phase two at the European Commission. And you tell us that the commission has already decided what that investigation is going to find. Well, then the whole thing looks prejudged, looks prejudicial, looks biased. And that's a major problem, no matter what you go out there and try to say. Here's a Forbes article that covered this EU regulator under fire for promising Call of Duty will remain on his PlayStation. Now, this gets updated because it was written a little bit wrongly when it first was uh, published. That says Cardoso, who works at the agency, is not working on this specific deal and has clarified that his position is personal, not a position of the agency itself, is not curious enough. I know I talk about this with journalists all the time, but you can't just say, well, this is my personal position. You can't just take, to clarify, I'm not involved in the assessment of the merger and don't even work in the department dealing with mergers. As is clear from my profile, my comments are personal and not a commission position whose decision will be taken on the basis of the facts and the law. One would hope, and maybe you're just the janitor at the commission. We'll find out that that's not in fact the case in just a minute. But even if you were, Optics matter. Optics matter throughout this entire process. It matters in the legal system. These folks at these regulatory bodies are not supposed to be prejudging the investigations that have not happened yet. In much more serious circumstances, we have seen how optics matter. Here's an article about the judge after the Parkland shooting sentencing, hugging the prosecutors. And every lawyer that I know online, including myself, looked at that as completely unacceptable. You cannot have a judge, a supposedly neutral arbitrator of a decision go and hug one side after the fact. And in this particular case, certainly not with the life and loss of it that is evidenced in Parkland, but with a lot of money and a lot of transaction power on the line, you have somebody in a judicial kind of position, a position that is supposed to be neutral, going out there and telling you before the investigation in phase two, What the commission is going to do, not only in a circumstance where, as we have analyzed at length in this space, the argument against the deal is a little bit stretched. Certainly, with respect to operating systems, which we talked about, but having to make separate markets out of Game Pass and cloud gaming to get to the place where you need to be to actually use your power, not only is your argument stretched, but now you're telling us what the conclusion already is before the investigation has taken place when they still have months of investigation to engage in. Now, some folks have asked me, will this win the case for Microsoft? Will the European Commission drop it? No. I wouldn't say that that in fact will happen. I would say that this is useful if Microsoft were to appeal some kind of blocking action by the European Commission or heck, even some other jurisdictions that this has all been prejudged, that they're following Sony's arguments, etc. But it doesn't make the case for them. It just gives them another arrow in their quiver to argue about bias. And none of this, none of these statements actually get them out of it. Now, the European Commission has taken what seems to be a somewhat official position. Here's Tweaktown, Talking about that, and you get a quote from the European Commission spokesperson, Adriana Podesta, that says, as you've correctly pointed out, Mr. Cardoso works in the director general for the internal market and not in the director general for competition. Mr. Cardoso is not involved in the assessment of this transaction. Furthermore, as indicated clearly in his Twitter profile, he tweets in a personal capacity. Again, folks, none of this works. You can't just say, I'm tweeting about my employer in a personal capacity with knowledge that a reasonably minded person would assume that you might well have in the role that you've taken, but it gets worse. We'll get there. I promise in just a minute. Now, in this particular article, it tries to assuage fears a little bit, right? The reality here is Cardoso will not be involved in the merger process in any way. Perhaps, but it doesn't mean that he doesn't know what the European Commission has already decided. Cardoso is part of the GROW subsegment related to internal market industry, entrepreneurship, and SMEs. uh, That's special purpose entities. More specifically, growing various bits of the economy in the European Union. And the European Commission has a specific department for mergers called COMP. Now, that might well be true. It doesn't change what he has written. And I want to point you to somebody else that I follow on social media that I highly recommend. This is Florian Mueller, uh, who talks about a lot of the things we talk about in Virtual Legality. I might have mentioned his name uh, before, especially Epic versus Apple, and now Microsoft Times Activision versus Sony, however you want to frame this particular transaction. And he has a closer relationship to the European Commission uh, than I do, and has a number of things to say on this. Now, I want to point out... We don't always agree on everything. He organizes his thoughts well. We disagree pretty significantly on how Epic versus Apple and potentially Epic versus Google uh, should turn out. But I always like to recommend people that organize their thoughts, present well-reasoned arguments. And so you should check it out. He is a little bit more passionate about the fact that there isn't a good argument against this deal uh, than I am, uh, and you will see that in this article, but I wanted to quote him a little bit because he makes some good points. At a time when the economy at large and society need the European Commission more than ever to enforce antitrust rules, it is extremely unfortunate that the EC's Directorate General for Competition, which we call comp here, must deal with its biggest credibility problem in history. So maybe a little bit hyperbolic here, uh, but... He is adamant that this is a big problem, and I agree with him on that. You cannot have regulators going out with this kind of content. I've said it before in this space. I will likely say it again. I am so happy as an American that the Federal Trade Commission, the Department of Justice, don't go out with Twitter threads like the CMA in the UK, don't have various regulators in their bodies going out with tweets like Mr. Cardoso. It didn't arise in a minor context, but in an ultra-high-profile case, the $70 billion acquisition of ABK. And worst of all, it directly relates to DG Comp's number one vulnerability, which is that it's often, quite often unfairly, accused of protecting competitors rather than competition and consumer welfare which if you go back into my videos in this playlist you will see me argue specifically with the cma's document which is much more fulsome than what the eu has put forth so far that there does appear to be a misunderstanding as to what their ambit is that sony's market position is not sacrosanct it was not descended from the mount in order to maintain itself forever and ever It is supposed to be protecting competition, not competitors, and this doesn't look like it when you've got tweets going out like the one we just read. With what has happened this week, the EC, the European Commission, lacks the moral authority, says Mr. Mueller, to hand down a statement of objections against Microsoft, Activision, Blizzard, King. And with statements that were issued yesterday, both the EC and its Sony boy, which is how this article is phrasing it, are digging an even deeper hole for themselves it's not just a lack of moral authority, but also that an appeal of a prohibition decision to the court of justice of the EU would be an uphill battle for comp beyond the absence of a credible theory of harm. So Mr. Mueller's looked at this deal. You can definitely check out this blog. I highly recommend it. Uh, And he is in broad agreement with me and others that have looked at it, that this is a big time stretch to actually argue that this deal is harmful to consumers. Uh, And we see that in the UK. We see that in the EC now. Uh, But even beyond that, he says, look, If they try to prohibit this deal and Microsoft goes to appeal it, Microsoft's going to be able to present this tweet as this was prejudged. They never had any intention of not finding that this wasn't a problem. And they are not supposed to do that. If you go back to what we looked at from the phase two decision by the European Commission, they say, just so we're clear, our decision to go to phase two does not mean any of this stuff is found. We're going to go through an investigative process. And that tweet belies that. The judges, which have previously identified procedural irregularities in the Qualcomm case, for instance, would at minimum draw certain inferences from this. I I tend to agree. It slants things towards Microsoft. Many people absolutely correctly interpreted this tweet as an admission of institutional bias. But Sony makes that argument anyway, and while some regulators have seen through the smokescreen of Sony's arguments, others are still investigating. The issue is not whether this Sony boy, Mr. Cardoso, is himself in charge of the merger review process. It's that he, as an EU official, who is verified by Twitter as such, made a mission statement that starts with the commission is working to ensure. He didn't say, as a PlayStation fan, I hope the commission will. This is a credibility issue just on the basis that an EC insider plausibly claims to know what the commission's objective is. And I highlighted in that red because that is the most important takeaway here. Optics matter. Politicians, regulators need to be above the fray here. And whether or not he actually knows information, and there's reason to believe that he will, we'll see that in just a second, it doesn't matter because he has portrayed his employer and the commission as someone that has prejudged a decision that very much should not be prejudged. The only relevant question here is whether Mr. Cardoso is likely to know the EC's agenda, and in a second step, whether that agenda reflects a bias that calls into question the fairness of the merger review, the due process to be afforded to Microsoft. He analyzes some of the stuff we've already looked at, and then he goes further. He says it's simply not true, no matter what he says, that he has nothing to do with merger reviews. The fact of the matter is that while DG Comp is in charge, DG Comp does discuss the issues in those cases with other relevant DGs, particularly if they have a relevant industry focus, and officials from other DGs are invited to DG Comp merger hearings. Said another way, the European Commission doesn't just isolate itself in these towers. They invite people that have certain interests around the, the, the various desks to talk about these things. What he tweeted on Tuesday was inside baseball. It means that DG Comp entered into phase two, not with the open mind that is required from a due process perspective, but with the stated objective of using the merger control process to force Microsoft to make concessions regarding Call of Duty which a reasonable mind could certainly find out of that tweet. I wouldn't go so far as to say it means that. It certainly implies that. Uh, And I do think there is reason to believe that it does, in fact, mean that. So I don't deny Mr. Mueller's article here that it's certainly suggestive of that fact. I'm just not willing to go quite as far. Now, there's more analysis in here. I'm going to put the link in the description. I highly recommend you check it out. But it gets a little bit worse because while I was putting this video together, I was trying to figure out whether Mr. Cardoso had changed his profile. Remember I said, I don't recall it looking exactly like this when I last looked at Mr. Cardoso's profile. I said, all right, let's see if the internet archive can go find something about his profile. Now, unfortunately, it does show that it was captured on November 12th when this particular tweet was made, but I can't get the archive to actually bring up that profile. What I could do, however, was find Mr. Cardoso's profile from 2019. Now, if you're thinking to yourself, well, what does that matter, Rick? I wouldn't think it mattered much at all either, except that Mr. Cardoso had a different role in the European Commission in 2019. What was that role? Well, he was the spokesperson for competition policy at the European Commission. That's right. He was the one speaking for the European Commission and the commissioners on their competition policy, DG Comp as you might have heard referred. And Mr. Mueller also picked up on this uh, this morning and says that background makes his tweet about what remedy the commission has in mind all the more astounding. And he pulled up some tweets from a while ago talking to the commissioners about making birthday cakes and things from his prior work. Vestager spokesperson Ricardo Cardoso confirmed that the meeting at the commission's midday press briefing Tuesday, etc., etc. His role was to speak for the European commission on their competition policy. And then he has the audacity to go out there with this kind of statement. Also, just personal bias, not even the commission's bias, but my PlayStation, not just PlayStations in general. And then to argue that his tweets are only his views while he was a spokesperson for the Competition Bureau of the european commission and is now speaking about competition every reasonable person would have reason to believe that he knows what's going on at the european commission level and the european commission looks for all the world like a biased entity in microsoft times activision now are they actually that way i am unwilling to commit as far as mr mueller is to the fact that this means that that they are in fact biased But there is no question in my mind that this looks terrible for the regulators in this case and is not the first time that a regulator has looked bad in pursuing potential action against this deal. In any event, it's going to be an interesting couple of months to see how the European Commission treats this and other issues, how Microsoft deals with those issues, and whether or not we're actually looking at a closing coming up next year. I still think it's very likely. I still think there will be concessions on exactly these topics. I think that Microsoft will agree to things like Call of Duty because they've already indicated to the market that they don't really care that much about it. But do I think the arguments are strong? No, I don't. And if tweets like this and the ones from the CMA continue to come out, Microsoft might just be willing to go to the mattresses. We'll have to wait and find out. Again, if you like these kinds of conversations, business and technology, about software, video games, everything else, please do check out our Utreon and our Patreon for supporting this channel. And many thanks again to Lady Emily for supporting this specific episode. If neither of those options sound appealing to you, just subscribing, telling your friends, ringing bells, doing all the things that YouTube likes.